0: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the UFO Magic Bullet. That's correct the UFO magic bullet. What exactly do we mean by that? Well, we're talking about the future discovery of some UFO-related material, some kind of meta-material, maybe a craft, maybe an actual alien, but something that will contain such revolutionary uh, information or data that it will totally turn the world upside down. Now, if you think that the cell phone and uh, personal computers change things, Imagine what would happen if some private company or some government entity were dis- to discover the secret to free energy. We've talked about this before. Not only could you heat your house for free in the middle of winter, which sounds nice, but that would also give whoever possessed that uh, technology the ability to create uh, unimaginable uh, weaponry, free energy. You could, you could just blow up pretty much whatever you wanted to. You just, take our uh, nuclear weapons and multiply them on a massive scale and possibly do it uh, at a very uh, tiny level. Imagine a terrorist group with an atom bomb the, the size of a golf ball, say, that they could just carry anywhere and ignite. Pretty scary stuff. But that's the kind of stuff that we're talking about. We're talking about Uh, some of the things that we see these UFOs doing, like we talked about yesterday, uh, with the case from 1977 back in Sioux City, Iowa, where this UFO scene dropping this uh, molten slag that looked like molten lava out of the sky, and it turns out that it's uh, mostly just low-grade iron. But somehow, it's clear whatever that thing was, it transmuted what we would consider nothingness, or maybe just pure energy, into a physical object. And that's kind of what we're seeing, kind of this whole idea of creation or the Big Bang or whatever. How do you get something from nothing? Well, you don't get it from nothing, but you do get it from energy. And this this conversion of pure energy into mass, kind of the holy grail of a a lot of scientific theory, conversion of pure energy into mass. Now, it seems like these UFOs have figured out how to do it, or it's a part of uh, just their daily... uh, Schedule. And some people have started to ask a few questions. Like, you know, is all this secrecy good? Is it bad? And now they've decided, some folks, that, well, we have to keep this sort of technology under wraps because obviously we don't want a terrorist, uh, you know, walking into our country with a golf ball sized uh, atom bomb. At the same time, we don't want uh, China or Russia to have the technology either. And even if we have that. That technology to ourselves, uh, there there now comes this tug of war between uh, the deep state and uh, our elected officials, our government, and we're seeing this play out with these with these uh, so-called congressional hearings, where a few of you can come over in this high security room and we'll talk about a few things, but we won't really tell you much. It, they're kind of doing this Kabuki dance around this whole thing. We're not we're not getting disclosure from these guys, and we will never get disclosure because of uh, the vast power that this uh, new technology represents. Now this article is from The Hill.com. It says, Destabilizing UFO Technology and a Vulnerable World by Mark Von Rinkinkoff, Opinion Contributor, 11924 says, According to philosopher Nick Bostrom, a novel technological discovery may one day devastate human civilization. In Bostrom's Vulnerable World Theory, only extraordinary interventions such as unprecedented global cooperation or surveillance can prevent a sufficiently dangerous new technology from ushering in civilizational collapse. Looking for the power grab, unprecedented global cooperation or surveillance. So what are they saying? One world government and total surveillance. Now people, there's always a certain segment of the audience that gets uh, lividly angry when I talk about my uh, default position being not to trust the government because the government's just a collection of people that I don't really know, okay? The point is we have to have personal responsibility and you know, this idea that there might be uh, coming UFO technology so therefore, we have to have this oppressive, one-world government where we are constantly surveyed. That's not something that I'm comfortable with. It goes on, and says, with key members of Congress suspecting that the US already possesses such uniquely destabilizing technology, Boston's hypothesis may soon be put to the test. legislation proposed by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat in New York, and a bipartisan group of five other senators alleges that surreptitious government legacy programs, unquote, have retrieved and are attempting to reverse engineer UFOs of seemingly non-human origin. Although an influential member of the House successfully killed the most remarkable elements of the legislation late last year, Schumer and his Republican counterpart are not backing down. Well, remember what Tim Burchette said about this. They asked him about the Epstein files, and he says, well, it's a well-known thing. We have people on both sides of the aisle that are compromised. And then when a key piece of legislation comes up, uh, whoever hasn't compromised can just come forward and say, hey, I don't think you wanna vote that way. Now I'm not saying that this individual did that. Maybe this guy that, that voted to kill this UFO bill, maybe they've just convinced him that this is a matter of national security and this is what he has to do. Kind of like with Tom DeLong and even Tucker Carlson being saying, being told that saying that they've seen things, uh, that, that just, you know, frightened them so badly that they can't even talk to their wife about it, or as Carlson said, or as DeLong said, uh, he couldn't sleep for three days. Maybe they got to this guy and scared him half to death with this uh, alien stuff. It goes on and says, at the same time, several House members stated last week that they consider the allegations of David Grush, a former intelligence official who testified under oath about UFO retrieval and reverse engineering programs to be credible. You know, he said a lot of things in there. He said, "Man, they got non-human bi non non-human biologics. I'm not sure about biologic, but they've got something. At this juncture, leaving the plausible global implications of such a paradigm-shifting revelation unaddressed is irresponsible, and as Bostrom might argue, dangerous. Let us assume then that the U.S. does indeed possess revolutionary UFO technology. Let us also assume." as Senator Kristen Gilderman New York, and Marco Rubio, Florida, appear to believe that unprecedented secrecy has thus far prevented meaningful scientific understanding of the exotic technologies recovered. A popular assumption holds that any official disclosure that humanity is not alone will unite the nations of the world by default, but this is by no means guaranteed. Well, it seems to me to be quite a kind of just silly to assume that, because look what happened in the new world or pretty much anywhere where a more advanced society uh, came in contact with what we would consider to be a less advanced society. When people uh, who possessed, uh, you know, Iron Age uh, technology in the late Middle Ages came into the new world and came in contact with people who were at a Stone Age level for the most part, maybe a little copper, but when they came in contact, it had huge implications and it didn't uh, occasionally tribes would unite to fight the and what they considered to be invaders but a lot of times what would happen is it was a divide and conquer thing where the the currently the the, the current the current uh, tribes would see an opportunity to uh, literally destroy their uh competitors look what happened on the east coast of the u.s look what happened in hawaii it seems like it brings out the worst in people not the best it goes on here, it says China's military, for example, relies heavily on espionage and the emulation of US technology. Now remember, China, the country that cannot produce a, an advanced chip, that's why they're having so much trouble over there. Even the technology that we have right now, this advanced, the super advanced technology, like computer chips, for example, it's very condensed in the hands of a few people. And it, it seems like it is apparently uh, impossible to reverse engineer. Uh, at least to any degree where uh, people can gain a competitive advantage. Russia's defense industry is in shambles, compounded by staggering losses in Ukraine. These nuclear-armed states would naturally fear the sudden injection of highly advanced UFO technology into a competitive, mature, sophisticated American industrial base for technical analysis and exploitation. That is a problem if they saw that the Americans got this got this technology, it might cause them to do something irrational. Russia or China would thus be motivated to engage in a range of destabilizing actions to hedge against the U.S. attaining an insurmountable strategic advantage. More worryingly, such states may seek to actively prevent the U.S. from developing paradigm-shifting military capabilities derived from UFO technology. In this unstable geopolitical environment, several plausible scenarios could escalate rapidly into a devastating global conflict to complicate matters key senators appear to suspect that some of america's adversaries have also retrieved highly advanced ufo technology three military and intelligence officials including grush have alleged as much well they could have got it but that doesn't mean that they can reverse engineer it just imagine if a nuclear submarine washed up on a beach in south america somewhere you know in the year 1050 and these guys have nothing but stone-age tools. How could they possibly reverse-engineer that submarine? If that sub comes back in the year 2020, uh, they might have a chance. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible, because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com/wonder. If true, the public discloses disclosure of UFO technology by one state could ignite an arms race unparalleled in human history. Let us assume then that a state successfully harnesses advanced UFO technology, enabling it to strike globally with impunity while rendering its adversaries military capabilities ineffective. That nation would have to would have significant incentives to conduct a devastating knockout attack before its rivals achieve similar breakthroughs. This in Bostrom's topology of civilization vulnerabilities is the safe first strike scenario. You don't know what these idiots could do because they're so insulated and so compartmentalized from the rest of us, it's hard to even imagine what's going through their through their uh, deranged minds sometimes. to address the profound risk associated with the emergencies of highly destabilizing technologies bostrom offers two primary remedies global governance and preventive policing yeah one world government and we're going to have a camera every 10 feet in the context of our ufo focused thought experiment elements of both may be applied to per bostrom stabilize a vulnerable world a global governance approach to the unique risk postulated here might see all UFO technology placed under strict multilateral control. Scientific study and analysis would be conducted by multinational teams of experts. These teams would be compartmented and isolated from one another to prevent any one individual or team from gaining sufficient knowledge to wield the technology for nefarious or self-interested purposes." Look, you're talking about technology that's so advanced that it wouldn't matter because you wouldn't have to have all the different pieces of technology. Somebody comes across one little bit of it. Say they send the the men in black out to uh, Sioux City back in 1977 to grab this stuff. That may be all they need. That event right there might be enough to unlock uh, the key to whatever they're trying to figure out. Okay. So the idea that they can keep this thing... uh, completely hidden from people and that no bad actors are ever going to come across it it seems just just seems a, a, a little too hopeful to me it says drawing on bostrom's preventive policing remedy the scientists and experts involved in such a multinational study of ufo technology would also be subject to intrusive surveillance monitoring and movement restrictions this serves to mitigate the risk of any cheating or state-based espionage so what a horrible horrible world to have to live in At the same time, continuous surveillance of the individuals with access to UFO technology might deter those who Boston describes as willing to act in ways that destroy civilization even at high cost to themselves. Well, at that point, I guess we'll no longer be reporting UFOs to the government. For additional assurances and confidence-building measures, a global multilateral approach may draw inspiration from the Treaty on Open Skies. The on-site inspection regimes that emerged from Intermediate-Range Nuclear Forces Treaty and the Interne- International Atomic Energy Agency could also be instructive. Yes, more big government, more control. For example, should one state suspect another of surreptitiously studying or exploiting UFO technology outside of the multilateral scientific framework, framework an aggressive inspections framework agreed by all participating nations are and requiring a majority vote to enforce could deter cheating. That's just a joke to me. I mean, not only does this deep state in our own country have you know massive underground bases, uh, huge uh, military bases, I mean, places, no-go zones, but they're trying to communicate with these things uh, telepathically. How are you gonna catch them? Over time, as confidence grows among participating states, these necessarily harsh and intrusive conditions may be relaxed. To be sure, such an unprecedented level of global cooperation would face significant barriers, but the unique civilizational threat posed by the presence of advanced UFO technology, should it indeed exist, may serve as a robust incentive to pursue the global governance and vision by Boston." Boy, they're really big on that, aren't they? I, I'm remembering back here to just a couple of years ago during our little health situation. You know, we're going to restrict travel. You can't leave your house. Do this, do that. And now, you know, half of what they told us is being proven to be complete falsehoods. So imagine what they could do with a UFO scare. Imagine how they would scare the living daylights out of people. How they'd panic the globe to grab more power. Two trillion dollars went missing during that last health scare. Two trillion. On top of the trillion and a half that the Defense Department can't count for. Where's all the money going? In late 1985, it says, amid seemingly insurmountable tensions between the U.S. and the Soviet Union, President Ronald Reagan met his new Soviet counterpart, Mikhail Gorbachev, for the first time. Between tense back-to-back meetings, Reagan privately asked Gorbachev a lighthearted question about whether an attack from outer space might unite the world's two nuclear-armed superpowers. Gorbachev responded in the affirmative, leading to an ice-breaking chuckle and a budding friendship between the two leaders. Three years and three summits later, a beaming Reagan warmly embraced Gorbachev in Moscow's red square as Soviet-U.S. tensions eased. Remember the 80% rule? In a system like that, 20% of the people are doing 80% of the work. When those people started to reach retirement age in the 1970s and 80s, they couldn't pay the bill. Russia couldn't pay the bill. And what happens when your currency gets devalued? Well, you have inflation. So Russia really didn't have any choice but to change to a different system economics change is what's driven that but what they're doing in this article is they're telling you well you know really the the wall came down in East Germany because uh Gorbachev got to thinking about that possible alien invasion and just really he had an epiphany it really woke him up no that's not what happened what happened was the Russians followed what they perceived as their own best interest and that's what people do All day, every day. Three years and three summits later, a beaming Reagan warmly embraced Gorbachev in Moscow's Red Square as Soviet-U.S. tensions eased. Reagan and Gorbachev's close partnership ultimately afforded Gorbachev the latitude to enact the sweeping reforms that ushered in a peaceful end to the most perilous era in human history. Yeah, mostly peaceful maybe. I've heard there was some, some isolated violence in places, who knows, but a lot of people, uh, suffered greatly under those reforms you know they had all their chips on the table uh, bet on the communist system and then all of a sudden they changed the game on them so i don't know was it really that peaceful of an end uh, lots and lots of those old babushkas over there probably would argue that there is no financial peace that's for sure Reagan also invoked the unifying potential of non-human intelligence publicly. Speaking before the United Nations in 1987, the Gipper pondered how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Yes, if we were facing an actual alien threat. But what if we were faking an exaggerated alien threat? Or a completely fake alien threat? You kind of go back to this Hegelian dialect problem reaction solution and that seems to me what's going on here we're being baited for a problem alien invasion bad aliens reaction we've got to all come together on this one world government 100 percent surveillance state do as you're told follow the science i'm not ready to go through that again now here's another article i just want to give you an idea of, of what this means alien technology held in private hands This is from 8newsnow.com. This is George Knapp's station. October thirteenth, twenty 2022, it says, is this company working with alien technology in Nevada? It says, Radiance Technologies has quietly become a major player in developing cutting-edge weapons and systems for the Pentagon with 20 offices established in 17 states. When it comes to unidentified flying objects or alien technology, the company doesn't duck the topic formerly considered taboo or fringe but if somebody possessed a ufo and asked scientists from radiance to take it apart to figure out how it works would they take that contract tim tisley president of radiance technology says yes why not he says i'm waiting for one of those now it says if somebody possessed doesn't say who doesn't say if it was the russians or the chinese or the americans or some private citizen just says somebody and what does Radiance say? Oh yeah, we've been waiting for one of those. Tinsley is an engineer who spent two decades working on missile defense systems before joining Radiance. Unlike Lockheed Martin or Northrop Grumman, the Huntsville, Alabama-based company is owned entirely by its employees. So you have a group of private individuals, and we'll find out here, they're connected six ways to Sunday to the Deep State. But you have this group posing, I guess at least as private individuals, very interested in UFOs, UFO metamaterial. It says, quote, whether we're in Las Vegas or San Antonio, Dayton, Ohio, or Huntsville, it doesn't matter, Tinsley explains. The idea is we have a core set of values that runs through the company. But what's that core set of values? But what exactly does Radius Technology do with the 105,000 square feet of laboratory space? The company's website hints at involvement in exotic defense technologies, including direct energy weapons, hypersonic missiles, and systems to defend against cyber warfare, among other projects reminiscent of science fiction. So cutting edge, just think of the most destruction possible. But what's happening at Nellis Air Force Base? I can't tell you a lot, Tinsley says. I can tell you is we've supported the Las Vegas community, Nellis Air Force Base, for over 20 years. Yeah, I can't tell you what's going on there but we're good neighbors. He says the work is mainly for the Air Force in research and development test and evaluation spectrum. For more than three decades, Nellis Air Force Base has been rumored to be the home of mysterious materials of unknown origin. The story dismissed as folklore by military agencies and defense contractors goes that a super secret program housed in or near Nevada's Area 51 military base has been attempting to reverse engineer alien technology yes what could go wrong now it seems that there may be some truth to the folklore is key congressional committees have received closed door briefings remember this is 2022 alleging that the rumors are true and legislation is pending to encourage whistleblowers to step forward and share what they know about crashed saucers look i've said it before congress executive branch whoever they can put out all the legislation all the executive orders they want to to make it legal for these guys to come forward, these whistleblowers, but you have to ask, is that gonna supersede whatever secrecy oath they took? And will they be wet weathered if they try to do that? Radiance Technology isn't able to confirm the allegations, but the company has positioned itself just in case. Months ago, it announced the hiring of a reverse engineering specialist, longtime Navy intelligence officer Jay Stratton who was formerly head of the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAP, task force. Can you see the revolving door going round and round? Stratton urged Radiance to hire Dr. Travis Taylor, who worked with him as a chief scientist for the UAP task force. Dr. Travis Taylor, Skinwalker Ranch, History Channel, round and round and round. So do you see what's happening here? You have a select group of people, what I call the UFO Mafia, and it seems as if they're doing everything in their power to get their hands on this UFO metamaterial. When Radiance announced the hiring of two veterans of UFO research, the news releases didn't hide the connection, pointedly mentioning their UFO credentials. But is the company worried about the perception they might be reverse engineering for UFOs? No, we provide customer solutions, Tinsley explains. Whatever our customers want us to work on and support, then that's what we'll do. Yeah, like, how do I start this thing? How do I fly this thing? Taylor, for his part, isn't saying what he and Stratton are working on, but makes it clear what they're hoping to tackle. Jay and I are working on growing the capabilities, doing reverse engineering of foreign materials, Taylor explains. If we were to get something to reverse engineer, we would absolutely want to do that. Absolutely. Uh, you see how easy it would be for these guys to get their hands on something that Nolan and Jock Valley were looking at? That molt, that that old chunk of iron that had come down to earth as molten material back in 1977 there in western Iowa. They could have got a hold of that stuff and maybe it looks like nothing to us, but maybe the way the stuff is constructed on an on a astronomical scale, maybe they could figure out something spatial about that or make some connection. It could be the key that unlocks the door to something much bigger. The fact is they're doing it in secret because they're doing it for these, these private companies. But who are the private companies people by? Well, they're people by former deep state employees. If you just Look at just these two articles here. What's the dynamic that you see? Well, we're being told that there are probably uh, spaceships that are being held somewhere at some secret secret location by our government. We know for a fact that we have this UFO metamaterial, like this stuff we talked about yesterday. There, what, in Sioux City or wherever it's at. Falls out of the sky. They collect the material. It's not the first time. Tom DeLong talked about material that he collected that they were uh, using to, in order to attempt to camouflage tanks. So we know the material at least exists. Possibly a whole craft and possibly even an alien is being kept somewhere. But instead of having an open, honest discussion about this stuff in a free society, their idea is, and up to this point, is to compartmentalize it, to put it behind uh, closed walls, where we can't get to it, where they won't talk to us about it. You saw this in that interview right there. And even that's not good enough for them. Now they're saying, you know what we need? We need a one world government. That way we can control Russia and China as well. And we need to have mass surveillance. Well, they're already have, they already have the capacity at least to listen to all of our phone calls, to track all of our emails and text messages. I mean, how much more surveillance do we need? Unless we're just being surveilled to uh, blackmail important people and control the flow of information even more. So you have to ask yourself, are you okay with having this world-changing uh, technology to be located in the hands of just maybe a half a dozen people and the rest of the world is told to shut up, sit down, and do as we're told? I'm not sure that's going to work out too well for us really weird stuff happening here. I think it's important that people see uh, that they can kind of feel the tremors. It's like the tremors just before a big quake. Can you feel it? Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.